fog drive. 6.05 sunrise, but not today, Sunday. 6.14 in car seat, up the hill, Arlington Boulevard. The yawn, encouraging. Don't know the name, this street we've turned down. Fog is the name of this and most summer mornings up the hill. We're driving to see if we can get back to sleep, though the dawn has broken. She slept most of the night mercifully and here in dawn's fog, figuring out what's next, almost a reflex, the urge to bring her back to sleep. Warmed the bottle, made the coffee. Ate the fruit and the yogurt, came back upstairs. They were in bed, went back to sleep. The pediatrician told us not to wake her while she slept, but here it is, four hours, five hours. We know she's hungry. Pediatrician also told us the crying, not only natural, but also her only way of communicating right now. Imagine, no words, body language only, newly forming smile, a startle reflex, and crying. The sound of crying, many sounds of crying, diminished cord whimper, or full body enraged crying, a hiccup at first, builds into consistent, disgruntled, gurgling cry, gaining steam and impact. Natasha printed a crying dictionary so that we can attempt to understand this new language. But I know too well the language of the overwhelmed, for I too have been flooded too often in my life. Maybe she will be sensitive and fierce, like both of us. Her eyes are wide open now. She's not interested in sleep this morning. She's only interested in the new light of day, of the world, shapes that fly by car window. One tiny drop of milk sits on her lower lip, waiting to be wiped away. Her urge to drink outweighs her ability to gulp down nourishment, belches like an old fella, a satisfied burp. When I leave with her in my arms, Natasha asks if I have the phone. She pumps more milk for the next night. We will return in 30 minutes, wide awake, ready to learn about the wordless world. The Battle Three Types of Tears the battle between sleeping and crying is not bloody, is sometimes hilarious, and is unpredictable. I watch closely as her cries come to an abrupt halt. Violent noise, then silence. Open-eyed wonder. She looks into my eyes for something. 
as if another creature had invaded her vocal cords, as if the rapid mood shifts we are all capable of didn't originate with confusion and rage. We don't always know what we want. The pre-dawn subconscious desires of a six-week-old, crying, the only option, not the nuclear one, but also atomic in nature. Tears develop now, not immediately, but with some bouts, when the crying mounts. Three layers to a single drop. A tear drops. An outer layer, oily in nature, an inner layer, aqueous, and a mucus layer in the middle. There are three types of tears. The ones that keep the eye hydrated, the ones that help when we have an allergy, and then there are the ones most adults stifle, which contain a natural painkiller. As I read about the tears, I realize I have felt my own on my cheeks while listening to music, while holding this baby girl. She is too young to notice her father crying, though the dogs do. I hope I will always have the courage to cry in front of her when she's older. There's another sort of biology at play in this relationship of father and daughter. My urge to protect against my urge to show genuine emotion. The battles will never end. Part Universe Six Weeks Sunday, July 30th Yes, this is exhausting. We knew it would be, though you can't know how it will be until you hold her transfixed. Part you, part her, part universe. In your arms, and she uses her fierce legs to kick out away from you the legs which will kick the side of the pool at the turn where her mama outswam all of her opponents. The kick, the cry, the face wrinkled up in agony. You don't know why. You don't get the answer. But you do get the smile later. It creeps across the same face without reason or need for reason. A delicious grin filling up the empty places. A reminder of the waves sent out and returned. Part me, part her, part universe.